0: Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a little bit too long. Welcome back to PJ's Black Circle with Nino and Wes. We have been trying to figure out how to keep this amazing podcast going. So uh, life is moving, people are shifting, and so by the end of this one, we're going to need some feedback whether we're going to keep this um, keep this fun. Exciting time in our lives, fresh and vibrant. It, this could be a bittersweet episode today, uh, folks out there. This could be the last um, PJ podcast that we do, maybe just for a while. Maybe just for a while. We might have to uh, take a break for a couple months and then come back and revisit. But um, Much like the boys. I don't know. Much like the I boys, don't... right? They, yeah. They,
1: they postponed 2020 tour, and then they just brought it back, so... There might be a little post moment just to kind of reevaluate where we're at. Individually. Fair enough, dude. Yeah. Fair enough. Because if those guys can
0: take hiatuses for like two years and then go back and start touring and rewriting, then I'm sure we can take a little bit of a break, not feel guilty, come back
1: with um,
0: some fresh, amazing, new ideas. Right? That's right.
1: Does that sound does that sound about right? I think that's good, man. And thank you for that. And it, it's like you said, man. It's just life isn't an ebb and flow. And, and one thing I've said this before is, you know, the one thing, the one consistency in my life has been, has been Pearl Jam. And, and this has been a really great, great thing for us to reconvene. I've said this before and the listeners have, I think have had enjoyment from this. So man, if it is the last one, I'll be super sad, but I uh, I think there's a, I think we can charge through. I, really
0: do. I think we can so, charge through, you know, it, 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 comes and it goes, right? If, as long as we keep a nice kind of even flow hot. through our life and what we're trying to do, then, um, you know, why go, right? Yeah. Why go away?
1: That's right. That's we just right. don't
0: need to, we don't need to be doing that. So I know we were talking a little bit before. One thing we really enjoyed over the past year, it's, it's crazy. It's already March where we're at, right? Right. And so when we kind of started this about a year and a half ago, one of our favorite episodes was the uh, March Madness episode mm-hmm. that we did where we were pulling songs out of a hat, made our little bracketology. It's one thing that, um, you know, not really going to be able to to kind of work in this time. But one fun thing I did do is I literally wrote out every single song title on two pages. And I am as best as I can going to try and get as many song titles into this podcast in natural conversation as I possibly can. (laughs) Look at my (laughs) papers. I've got them all right. So I'm already up to about four, whether you knew it or not. You make me feel so insignificant. Oh, well, that one is on there, so we can take that <laughs> off. Hey, the glass—the glass is half full, buddy. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, it's—it's it's all going to be good. This is not an all or none scenario, right? This is so. Nino's
1: sleight of hand, folks. Just so you know, uh,
0: it's a little sleight of hand, right? So it's good. It's good. So hit me with um, hit me with what's been going on in your Pearl Jam radar these days. There's, there's been some movement. There's,
1: there's been, been a lot of movement, movement, man. So yes, the Earthlings. Featuring Eddie Vedder, is how I'm going to say it now, instead of the opposite. So yes. the Eddie Vedder tour had had, uh, had had begun and he released his album, which I think is actually not too bad. There's a few, I've talked to a few people about it. Yeah, what
0: do you think? Yeah.
1: I actually kind of dig a few of the jams on there. I'm getting a little bit warmer with Long uh, Long Way. Yeah. Invincible, I think, is is actually kind of funky, kind of nice. But overall, I mean, it's an Eddie Vedder solo solo album so if you're really like looking to get a pearl jam fix you maybe have like a a little bit of it but it's definitely my opinion you're not really getting a pearl jam obviously it's not pearl jam so
0: yeah you're gonna have to reach pretty deep you have to reach pretty
1: deep for that one yeah that's right and so we talked about our last episode you know ryan was on thanks again ryan but he had mentioned the the solo of eddie is kind of like the tom petty kind of feel
0: yeah and man i tell
1: you like I, I played the first few songs to my wife. She's like, She's like, Wes, this is old man music. What are you What are we listening oh, to? What? yeah, I know.
0: It, it might be.
1: It is it a still little makes old. me smile though, it you know,
0: so it, you know, I get to hear his voice.
1: I agree. I agree. And again, I'm not putting anything down on the on the on the jams, but <clears throat> that was just the feedback I had I had collected from my wife and and a few others, which was yeah. well, he's
0: not a you know, he's not a young he's not a young pup anymore, right? And uh, and that is something that I know any fans of any band that's been their inspiration their whole life. I'm sure every fan has to come to this crosswords and be like, how can you move forward and still not try to make it kind of fit in this box of what we know grunge music to be, what we know early Pearl Jam music to be. It's never going to be that way. And I think if we just can come to terms and stay faithful with what they're trying (laughs) to do, you know what I'm saying? Stay in the present tense. And and I think if we just kind of keep moving forward, it's going to be sweet because I did get a chance to go to see Eddie and the Earthlings uh, about a month ago out here in Seattle at the uh, first Benaroya show that they did and again went in not really kind of knowing to, what to expect even though it was just like this super cool all-star lineup so i went in with like okay i'm going to try and try and kind of feel out what they're trying to
1: do yeah were you able to were you able to uh, release the like pearl jam like the wash of pearl jam when you entered that arena
0: <laughs> i i was because I knew I was going to get Chad Smith on the drums. I knew I was going to get Josh Klinghoffler on the guitar. And I knew I was going to get some other musicians that I wasn't aware of. And I, and I have to apologize. There was the lead guitar player and I should have had his name ready to go. And I apologize, but he did an amazing job and apparently he's been in the Pearl jam circle for decades and so when he was doing. Uh, Porch is what they did at the end of their set, first set mm-hmm. memory yep. serves. Yep, it was really trippy for someone else to be playing Mike solo. That wasn't Mike ah. and it was um, it was still really good, but it was so different. And I think what I just enjoyed about the whole night is that I could just let the music kind of come. Everything was a surprise. Everything sounded amazing. They also had the uh, one of the bass players from Jane's Addiction was sitting in. So it's like if you really think about it, you had this crazy Pearl Jam, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Jane's Addiction, and then Duff McKagan came out later. So then you had a Guns N' Roses link. So it was was really this kind of cool um, kind of celebrity bash. And... It it was good. It was so good to get my fix because I was uh, I was definitely a better man for that when I left because I really was I was itching. I had so, the itch.
1: So do you think if they if they had another tour in Seattle, do you think you would come back?
0: Oh, I'll always be coming back okay. for that, big bro. I'll be I'll be down there at the speed of sound. You know what I'm saying? This Horse is getting, of nature, this whirling is getting dervish. a little
1: corny, but let's keep it going. I don't mind the uh, corn, dude. Uh, so um, okay, let's get. Let, let me ask you a few questions. <clears throat> the they played Dirty Frank. They played. You said they played Porch. Out of the fifteen or twenty songs, I think it was what I think. I don't know if I saw the set list fully, but five, maybe four, or five Pearl Jam songs. Was yeah, that your which, expectation going in?
0: Yeah, yeah. Which was fine. I honestly didn't even expect any of it. So the fact that they actually pulled out a few was good. I know there were definitely some crowd pleasers going on. Um, but honestly, the way it felt and everything sounds amazing in that venue, of course, because, you know, only like twenty five hundred people fit into that place.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it doesn't matter where you're sitting. The whole the whole venue is perfectly acoustically tuned. So no matter what seat you are sitting in, you are in prime location, which is which is awesome. So I definitely got some awesome, you know, awesome new music that I was loving because I hadn't really checked out the new Eddie Vedder album too much prior to that. So when I did get his solo stuff mixed in mixed in with whatever covers they were doing, it was um, it was sweet. But now that the boys are, you know, have announced their that's right. 2022 North American tour. Oh babe, oh baby, oh baby. Can I get to one of those? So here's the deal, get man. Some hot
1: here's the deal. Like Pearl Jam is released their their 2022 North American tour. They added some cities. They added come. Fresno, California. Buck. Sacramento. What are they doing? They're not well, even. They got stepping like there's like foot. six California shows. They're man. not stepping foot in any state that touches your state, pal?
0: Well, I did put in for the... um, So I did enter the PJ Lotto for Las Vegas Ah, uh, to go see him at the MGM. They haven't played there for about 16 years. And so therefore, I am 16 years removed from one of my top three worst hangovers of all time in my whole life. It was a fiery, amazing, blurry mess. And they opened up that show with Inside Job, which That's was right. amazing. And Eddie actually put on a silver shiny jacket and did uh, a little Elvis's uh, little sister, which was so cool that they did actually did an Elvis song in Vegas which was amazing. So I'm looking, f- I'm looking forward to another do over man. Cause I can hop on a little plane, get down there. So I don't know. So May, you bro.
1: wouldn't, you wouldn't take your mini fast car and put Seattle on the river mirror on that trip.
0: Hey, as, if I can get anything in the near area, right. Uh, there's no way that I'm going to miss something going on. I mean, they're doing something in, uh, Colorado, right. Which is yeah. kind of at the end of the tour. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, our friend Wes, he's going from the Midwest to the big East. He's going to the big Eastern conference here pretty soon. So when they do hit the East coast, one benefit for you is that, Hey man, if they do a couple little States all close in one general area, you should just be able to like drive it. You know what you should do, dude. Once you move, you need to drive into Manhattan. You need to go Madison square garden, Pearl jam, make it happen.
1: Oh, that would be amazing. Now, I've had, you need a quick I had, escape to get down there. I had this conversation with you and with others about when do you think this is going to be the last, if this is the last tour, blah, 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 blah. And I had that thought Never. back in 2000, I told you this, 2003, 2004, that this was going to, that was going to be their, <clears throat> the last hurrah. And I had thought, honestly, my, my honest thought was that with the COVID delay, that potentially this, Maybe that wouldn't even happen. This 2022 show tours. Yeah. But now that it's here, man, I have this weird feeling. And with the earthlings, I have just this weird suspicion that maybe this is the end of Pearl Jam. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I,
0: I will, I will never you ever, never ever that. come to terms I'm or admit that. that. I, I just think that, What's cool, what I love about PJ is they've said over and over again, when they make their music and they make their songs, they're making it for them, right? I really don't see Ed ever stop writing or creating. I really don't ever see Mike McCready ever putting down a guitar. I really don't see Mr. Matt Cameron straight up and down on the drums ever just taking his foot off. I mean, that's they're true. constantly I mean, creating their artists. That's right. True. I mean, um,
1: even guys like, I mean, even stones and he's in a side band again. Like he was in, I think he was in Brad and now he's in yep. painted shield. So these guys are just creating, like you said, this is what keeps them young. So maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong, but so go back to the concert. Okay. So you go in and did it have, what did they intro? What did they start it off with?
0: Okay. So good question. You know, okay. So setting the stage, I have to admit, I did really love the, the set list. I kind of wish I went to the next day because they did In My Tree and they did um, uh, I think they did Smile and they did some other like PJ 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 songs that I know was going to be uh, really, really just crushing. But, you know, they started with Society and may I make a special mention to uh, Glenn Hansard? One, it was St. Patrick's Day yesterday, so good on you. Hel- happy Irishman Day to you. But that guy is a super crazy hard worker, because not only did he do a full set, but then he was out there the pretty much the whole time singing, doing a ton of different things, busting his ass. So, I mean... He was out there for a real three-hour Pearl Jam show. So they started with uh, Society, which I know you really like.
1: I that. love that jam, man. I love you know? that song. It's a good jam. It's a good opener. It w-
0: it, yeah, it, it was amazing. And so um, then they went into Tom Petty, uh, Room at the Top, which is just such an amazing Tom Petty song, super underrated. Um, it was fantastic. And then he started going into some some of his uh Eddie's solo stuff, but they also busted out some sex pistols music in there. He had his daughters come out at different times. So I know the younger of the two, I think Harper, you know, she a little shyer. I don't think, you know, kinda off the side of the stage. I don't think she really wanted to kind of be out there, but the Which lead guitar was this? player.
1: Which one? Olivia uh, or the youngest Harper. Okay, Harper. Yeah. Okay.
0: But Olivia did come out and <clears throat> did my father's daughter, which was a song that was put out about a year ago. And she was she had no problem with the spotlight, man. I mean, the crowd was loving her. Um, it was really cool because now we're both dads. So you could see the dad aspect of Eddie coming through on stage where. It was just imagine having, you know, being a rock star and now you spent thirty years with everyone helping you along in your career, and now your daughter's on stage, front and center, Royal Hall, sold out show. You got the whole mic to yourself and slaying it, dude. I mean, it, this is the next generation.
1: It's a weird premise. You know, I'm a big Seinfeld fan. Yeah, oh yeah, for and sure. There's dude. a there's an episode where where George is can't recall exactly but it's basically two worlds are colliding then two Georges relationship <laughs> George and single George. Let me tell you something Jerry yeah and so <laughs> I am when you were articulating that I was envisioning like Eddie's two worlds colliding like
0: mm-hmm. he has his
1: rock star image which typically when you see a rock star, you don't think of him or her as being married with children. You like, like your your manifestation of that person. You don't think of rocking a baby to sleep. That's not what you typically yeah. imagine. Yeah. But yeah. then you have his daughter come on and really just like you said, or like I said, co- you know, collide these two worlds into one. And he's got to be just so proud to a of like, I mean, I'm sure that lifestyle does not. I'm sure that lifestyle does right? not promote being like being there as a dad. Like, and like, again, I don't know. I've never met the guy. So I'm assuming he's a good father and his daughters like love him and everything. He's been there for him. Like, can you imagine the stress that that job takes to like, Oh yeah. Hey, these kids are four and five. Like I'm going to be gone for three months, honey. Like, can you manage this? Like that's that. I have a hard time leaving for a few days for my job.
0: Tell me about it, dude. He better be teaching those kids to mind their manners uh, (laughs) quite a bit because Imagine trying to get like, okay, Hey dad, I want to be a rock star. And then you've lived that. Right. And you know, like all the awesomeness and all the parts that are completely not awesome that you would ever want to imagine your daughter being a part of, but being supportive, but you know, Hey, this is the life, you know, it's, it's in the blood and you know, Eddie's Eddie's father was a musician you know, Eddie's going to go down. He's he's easily going to be on my Mount Rushmore. Right. Of course.
1: Think of it. Think uh, of it, though, on the other side where you have you. I mean, he's he has been gifted this gift. And like, why would he want to stifle that for her to like?
0: Of course. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, those I mean, what's coming up for him? I mean, like I said, that's the future. Those are the future days ahead. That is really what's going to kind of take this next generation to the next level because you know like Matt Cameron's son is going to be out there doing it right he's already involved with some different things Um, you know Eddie's family I'm sure it's only a matter of time before there will be the next generation the next big wave supergroup the next big wave of supergroups yeah I know right going to be so flipping awesome and it'll be so different and again I think the major mistake uh, we can always have is comparing to what's been done before and not staying like like I already said before not staying in the present tense to really appreciate what is going on at the time and what a crazy two years it's been already since the beginning of this podcast, because I mean, this, what we're doing now really got me through some crazy tough times and a lot of uncertainty. And it was really the one thing I could look forward to. So it's like, it is super bittersweet to, you know, not being able to do the podcast as much things like that. Life is kind of opening back up. But, you know, new adventures lie ahead, I believe. And I think there's going to be a lot more, a lot more PJ coming down the road. You hit
1: the nail on the head with this because I I echo that first off. And, and, you know, it's it was we were kind of just in this pandemic and we were kind of just focusing on how do we occupy ourselves? And the world changed, man. Like we're now cruising along and we're thumbing my way down this highway of 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 the world again, which is great. I mean, it's great. It's great. I But man, um, things have changed and the world's changed yep. again.
0: It's yep. Again. I mean, the human race is definitely not infallible. So we all better uh, buckle up and um, <laughs> I mean, get ready for just, we just got to be able to just hang on. And I think if we can just focus on taking advantage of really being able to Get out to some live music if you can, if you're able to, doesn't matter what it is. It's a great way to take your mind off of life for a couple hours. And uh, speaking of the next generation, uh, about two weeks ago, uh, took Little Man to see uh, Imagine Dragons, who was phenomenal. And I put him really close to the front row, basically on the walkway where the lead singer comes out. And I mean, that that type of thing, it was it it was a calculated move on my part. We could have been up, you know, in the seats that I had previous. But if I'm going to turn the next generation into a fan of music and loving live entertainment and getting out there and enjoying it. You know, I had to make this kind of impressive memory and, uh, I'm so glad we did because literally within spitting distance for the majority of the show. And that's what I'm looking forward to going and seeing PJ for the, I don't know, the umpteenth time, which is great. Even though I know it's a different It'll be a different set list. The feeling will pretty much be the same. I think at the most part, it's just. It's it's almost so comfortable when you're a PJ fan, like a lifelong fan, and you're going to these shows, you know, we've talked about it before. You're in this community of like minded folk that enjoy uh, the same music and it brings everybody together. And I, I just can't really think of a better way to like tune out the world for three plus hours and uh you know there's always that come down though right there's always that letdown at the end of the show we're like oh when's the next is the next one ever gonna happen when's the next one ever gonna happen am i ever gonna see him again are they ever gonna make a new record well you know what they haven't disappointed me yet and i don't really see them disappointing me anytime in the near future
1: no i agree man and like you said, there's no there's no turning. it's it's a lifelong journey. This is a lifelong quest, right? Yes. We are in this, and I'm seeing you wearing, like you said, your first PJ Pearl Jam, ten yeah, club. I'm um, analog baby. So yeah. <clears throat> I'm not going anywhere. They're they're still kicking out some good good music, whether it's whether it's Eddie and the Earthlings or if it's Pearl Jam, after Gigaton. It's oh, great, yeah. man. I don't, it doesn't bother me. Whatever it is. I want it. I want in. I'm buying. I know, right? I'm buying that stock.
0: Just keep feeding the animal. Yeah, man. Just keep, keep doing that's it. That's right. Just, just, just keep, so, just keep working so with it. So do you,
1: did you have any wish list when you went into that concert again, just to come back?
0: You know, I was super excited that they did a little Dirty Frank, but nothing ever beats the Dirty Frank when I saw it at the Gorge. Um. Because when they kind of bust into their center, you know, the center part of the song where they lay a little funk down, they lay that funk, they lay that bass line, they slap it a little bit around, feels good. And, uh, you know, in here you're a little restricted in in the Ben Royal Hall, even though it sounds amazing, right? Yeah, it's all
1: seated, right? There's no standing. It's all seated. Yeah,
0: people were up down front, though. You know, it was cool. So people were up, people were doing the thing. Um, And you know i maybe i wanted a, a little more pj in there but the fact that i got to see a fresh style and a fresh set even though it was like my main man on stage ripping the mic he sounded amazing he? by the way it's good yeah ed sounded so good um that uh it was refreshing to have it be different. Cause I know there was a lot of trepidation. You and I are like, Oh my God, it's going to be the end. He's going to branch off. Ed's going to do something different. Now he's got a new band and they're never going to come back. And it's just going to be bad news all over the place. Well, I don't think that will ever happen. I think Pearl Jam will always be their baby.
1: Well, right? well, let me ask you this. Like, what would be the, what is the motivation of Ed doing this solo stuff? What is the motivation from him? is it is it like hey i'm tired of kind of having this because even uh, we've learned that gigaton was like mostly ed and the producer and the band kind of just shipped in music but like what is his motivation for spinning off and doing this earthlings is it he's kind of over working with these guys we're overworking with stone like what would be tell me it, Educate me on what would be the top motivation for Eddie to do this. Not just him as a ukulele, not just him as a ukulele, completely new band. You get it. You understand.
0: When I had that rare privilege of going to his house and kind of being in his presence while I was doing a bunch of like grunt, yeah, yeah, you, were the, the backyard, you were the fixer. You were the fixer. I was the fixer, dude. It was awesome. Um, and I definitely had no grievance about doing that. But um, he was working. I think with this guy, the work ethic is always going to be primo number one. I have no idea what he was writing, but for the majority of the time, he was, he was writing, right? And he was creating. And I just think that when you just are an artist of some sort. And Ed was really funny. And he said this before at the solo show. He's like, he's like, I'm not a musician like everyone else that's up here, right? He's like, I'm not like a Glenn Hansard that can write a song, write a music. He's like, I just memorize patterns on a guitar. That's how he plays. And that's he's always said that he's like, I know what an A, a C and a D Mm -hmm. is. I can do that. I can memorize chord structure. But he's like, I'm not a musician, right? So he's like a different artist in a different way. I think poet number one, right? Right. right. Writer number one. And then uh, likes to just rock out, right? I think he just loves the feel of having that strapping on that guitar, right? And going, going supersonic, going 100 miles an hour and just. Just makes him and smile. just slaying just it. Just
1: makes him smile. Dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. Okay, and so I back to my I don't point. I think he's though. ever going to get away back from. Back to my that. point. Back to my point, though. He's creating. He's writing. Why couldn't he have created and written for a Pearl Jam album? Why did it have to be and the Earthlings? Like, is Why, he, was he what, like, hey, what's what's created? the problem here, dude? No, I'm just I don't asking, see is, what the problem is. Is, is, <laughs> is there a Okay, <clears throat> is there a creative divide, perhaps, that says, "Hey, man, I don't, I don't think." Pearl Jam wants to play these songs. I like these songs, but I don't think Mike wants to play these songs. I don't think, and this is my interpretation. I don't think Stone wants to play these songs. So I'm going to have other guys that will just play these songs with me.
0: I don't know. I get the feel that based on who was on, uh, that who was on stage at the solo show, I think they all, once they started doing a tour, because the set list, it's a little bit different. I mean, there's some staples in there from his so like the Earthlings when they made that album with that core of people. And that's why I I'm not too worried because when I go back and I look at say like Mad Season for instance, I'm I'm not worried or wasn't worried at the time that Alice in Chains was going to break up and Pearl Jam was going to break up or whatever and then just go on a Mad Season terror. Uh, It it never happened. I really do feel like this is going to be a one off. Okay. I I wouldn't even imagine that. I mean, I'd be happy if I was wrong, that if the Earth, you know, I really don't see the Earthlings kind of coming back. It would be in some different form. But you got to know, like like you said, living this rock and roll lifestyle out of the camera, out of the public eye. They're still drinking beers. They're still jamming. They're still creating. And they're doing it for the same love of the music that we love when we go to see them play, right? So, to, you know, for them to be able to play the Pretenders and the Everly Brothers okay, and George Harrison and Dylan and the Who and all this stuff, like, yeah, Pearl Jam could slay all that music. I know they all are into the same stuff. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't be able to come together and so, make what they've so made. So what
1: you were characterizing here is the Earthlings is more of just a super group more of a mad season a collaboration of great artists saying here's we want to put together a, we're friends let's put an album together okay yeah I clearly after my <clears throat> my sad development that I just presented to you was was that <laughs> this was more of a hey I, I have a creative divide with these guys I want to do something that that isn't that. So, okay, move it on. Yeah. All right. I
0: don't think you can let the pendulum swing one way too far to the other. Right. I'm with you, you know, there. yeah, I think, I think, you know, it's, they're always going to be, hey, so man, they're, not they're, gonna, they're not rivals. They're not rivals. They're okay. not rivals, but they're always going to be evolving. They're always going to, you know, do the evolution of life and continue to move forward, which will be great. But, you know, I am stoked. Like, God, if I could go see him in Vegas again, I would just, be loving that. Um, I mean, I could go to California, but like Vegas is just so easy. Like everything's yeah. there. You just fly out, drop in, grab a place, walk to the show. And just, oh, All right. I'm, I'm ready, dude. All right.
1: Well, let's uh, do you have anything. Any other burning cop topics here? You know? What's...
0: No, I think that's what's been going on for me in the Pearl Jam world lately. And, uh, you know, I'm excited they're going back on tour. I'm excited to kind of see how they incorporate um, Gigaton finally into their set lists. And um, I think it's going to be an interesting summer. It's going to be a little crazy. I mean, like you kind of alluded a little bit, you know, there's some crazy stuff going on on the other side of the pond right now. Um, So I just hope that when it comes summertime and when they're cruising over there, you know, they're actually able to make some concerts happen. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously could be another of, shutdown of different sorts. Right. You know? Yeah.
1: I mean, clearly if that thing continues, the European schedule is probably in jeopardy, but yeah. Anyway, um, listen, man, thank you again. If, uh, yeah. if you're not a Pearl Jam fan, this podcast is not for you, but if you That's are, right. then, uh, I hope you've enjoyed cause I've enjoyed and it's really kind of, again, just to re kind of bring everything back to center here i've really it's just it's it's this podcast has helped me re-energize me with 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 pearl jam so thank you yeah Yeah.
0: i know we need it i i think we yeah we got to figure out a way to do it so give us about six months we'll see if we make a return let us know what you want to hear and uh we'll get her done we need a little bit of that help help to get right
1: you know that's right man thanks nino later y'all